universe is not selfish in its expression. It, it's always total. It's like it's always caring for all its parts somehow. Hmm. Yeah. What about the kind of the negative energy that because um, I've come to understand that that there's a negative force and a, and a, and a positive force in yeah. the atom as well as negative and and obviously they need yeah. each other to sustain itself. Yeah. Now I've. I came across this other book, uh, which is again a life-changing, uh, well, in a way, uh, it's called Outwitting the Devil, where the author, he wrote this book in the 30s, but he didn't publish it then, because at the time they said, if you publish this book, that's it, you know, I mean, it, anyway, it came out about three or four weeks ago, oh well, come, anyway, I, 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 where he talk, here is basically an interview with the devil, right, <laughs> supposedly the devil talking like, you know that book, Conversation with God, yeah. similar to that kind of way, he was talking to God, but this is he's talking to the devil, right? The devil being at a negative energy, and how he says, uh, "I have ninety-eight percent of the world in my hands, yeah. and I control them to the to the minds of men, through the negative force by the force of fear, fear, fear of poverty, fear of love, fear of all any type of fear, fear of religion, fear, fear of any kind of fear is where I control. Reside, yeah. I reside. Yeah, yeah." And, and as you read that, you think, well, it's so true, because it's true, it's like everyone's got that. You know, and he said, there's only 2% of the man that, that are not under my control, you know, and they're the ones who uh, have a, a definite, uh, definite of pur purpose in, in their life, whatever that may be, they, they have a definite of purpose, they're not drifters, yeah. right? Uh, and they're not dreamers in the kind of, you know, drifty way. Yeah, and then anyway, but he says, I, uh, so, so the interview goes on about, you know, because how, how do you come into the mind in the beginning? And he says, well, I come into the mind right at the birth, you know, through the parents. The parents are the first people who, who are my, 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 my workers, yeah. <laughs> you know? I, in fact, he goes, my workers are everywhere, the schools, the churches, <laughs> you know, they're all working for me. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's, this is where you realise that if this book had come out in those days, the guy would have been, you know, persecuted, you know? <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's amazing, it's, uh, and it's true. You think how how uh, you know uh, it all works through to 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 uh, to put the negative and fear into the mind of the, and then at a, at a certain stage, there's a law called the law of hypnotic rhythm. That means if this law is so, if if, if one continues to uh, think in a certain way for, for a long period of time in a negative way, that's it. I've got I've got that mind for for good. There's there's, there's a point of no return, basically. There's a point of no return that 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 mind can never be turned back, you know, to the to the light or to the positive side. Who is my my adversary? Who you might call God? <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's quite amazing. What, what do you think of this? Uh, this it's beautiful. I am enjoying the conversation at this stage because it's beautiful. Really, I speak yeah. uh, often that we you know there's a power in us that works to keep our attention and our focus only upon our physical existence, yeah. on 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 the transient aspect of ourselves. Yeah. And that we have to overcome the influence of this power. But you cannot do that casually. Mm. There has to be such a power to transcend inside you. Otherwise, you may make some small changes. And for most of us, we are happy. Uh, we're just uh, a morsel anyway. We're, we're, we're quite happy to just get a little bit of pleasure, a little bit of... That's correct, because he, say, he so says that even, even when a man does attempt to come out of my power, I always rein him back in somehow. Yeah. So if if he's initially conquers the fear of, of, of poverty, 
then I will, I will conquer him by the fear of love. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if he if he conquers the fear of love, I will bring some. You know, yeah. and, and 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 then you realize that wow. This What's is the name of this? This is a book that's out now. It's the best book I've ever read in my life. It's called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon yeah. Hill. Yeah. yeah. It's a fantastic of it. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> yeah, to read it. For me, it was a cream on the cream on the cake for the recent kind of thing. Because I think that is a beautiful uh, perspective to be looking uh, from the position of the of the mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the mind also is God, and the mind also works from God. Yeah. Uh, and the mind is working towards God. You understand what I'm saying? It's the God in us, but yeah. it's but something in us uh, loves. Uh, the the noise that comes from the mind. It loves the the promise that comes from the mind. It loves the mm. you know. As long as we are covered in that uh, smell of ego, we are attracted to the ego's ways. So very few break free completely. But many many people. Have it's two percent of man will, 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 is not under my spell. Ninety-eight percent of control. Ninety percent of mankind. Yeah. Uh, the mind of ma men. Yeah. And um, you know, the, um, it's and, and it's kind of pretty much similar to what they say uh, in in this kind of redundant. There's one percent. There's one out of a million. Or maybe. Yeah. Kind of. It's you know. It, 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 yeah, it's a good way to, to, to see how, and as you read the book, you realize, wow, this is true, because this is what, what happens to you, you kind of feel it, you see it, I'm seeing it, how it's working in my child right now, in, in a way I see how she's being influenced by the schools, and and sometimes I say, don't believe what they say, everything they, they say to you, or even how your parents are... Uh, but this power, this power is a power that is inside us. But this power is, a, yes, this power is a, power, is, a, is a negative part of the universe, but it has to exist. He says that the, yeah, it has to exist. It has to exist. Has, and also the, the, the part of us which, what, what, what I would like to say that is a very good news, yeah. is that this power has to be 98% effective. Right. Because 1% of us, mm. which is truly awake, mm can override the 98% like this very easily. So it's almost like this negative power has to work full time. Right. Whereas the positive power does not really have to work. It is. Yeah. Now, where does the work happen then? The work happens because for a while the positive power mm. can only succumb to the negative power through the state of hypnosis. It's just that it is, it, it's unaware of its real self. Hmm. And just that unawareness gives the unreal self, the unreal power, hmm. you know, the negative, the dark side, seem to have all this power. It's like fool's gold. It looks exactly like gold, hmm. you see? But you have to scrape it to see that it's unreal. But we are so much at the state of being in love with the sheen of it, with the with the with the the sparkle of it that we never question it and also we need a little bit of that fool's gold in us mm. which is our own egoic self notion to really be so attracted to the fool the fool's gold of our mind so i think it is a brilliant thing i am not discouraged by this funny enough that you say like this no because I've never put it. Sometimes I have said ninety-nine point nine percent of the mind is mm. rubbish, mm. and only the the, the zero point one percent is also rubbish. 
sometimes <laughs> I'm saying like this, you know. Mm. Because I see that uh, most of what we run after and think and listen to people all the time, what they have to say, less and less I'm listening to them. Because more and more I see that almost everything they speak is rubbish. Uh, what we think, what we want, you know, what we imagine, what we believe is rubbish. It's just, it's just all part of this buzz that comes from the mind. And rarely do you see someone in whom, even someone who says, I really, really want the truth, I really, really want the truth, when you pull them very close, and so you start to find that you know we are, we are addicted to other things as well, which we still want the truth, but we kind of want the truth holding on to those things at the same time. So, you know, it is a it is a quite a poignant uh, sort of metaphor and example, really. Yeah. Not because evil is powerful in itself, but because of the power of our destruction that makes that creates for our destruction. In a way, just by the power of destruction, not because the the the, the unreal is true. It is not true. Mm. But just because we have forgotten or or we're distracted from the truth. Mm. And this is why I don't conceive of or speak or try to share these things like something that oh you have to do, you have to do this. I do say to people, you know, if truth is what you're seeking, mm. then you have to turn away from the untruth, or you have to look a bit more you have to be humble enough to follow advice, you know, true advice and so on. But you cannot make them do it. They have to show that from inside themselves something has to be there to be willing to to follow. Uh, uh, you know, true, good advice. Yeah. So how does this transformation happen to to, to a situation in in Muji, at a cellular level where then the being, the physical being, is completely in the same vibration as a. There has to be a desire. If there's a desire, there must be a desire for freedom, mm. but not to desire freedom for personal ends. You understand? It's not like I want to be free, or I want to realize the truth, because I want to be the most important person in the world, or because I want to get what I want. It cannot be for any other reason than the love for truth. When there's the love for truth, everything opens up. The universe opens up its heart to you. But if it is because you cannot trick the the consciousness. But in the meantime, the universe is always giving you what you want, irrespective of if you believe or not. It's the universe is always giving you what you think you want. That's right. It yes. often gives you for a while. Yeah. It will seem to give you what you want in the teenage years of consciousness. It will give it what you seem to want. But then, even if you, even if you, that's what I'm saying because. Consciously, you might think I don't want this, but you're still getting it because on a subconscious yeah. level, there are some things some you things you want and yeah. you will get. There are some things you want and you won't get. You'll get something else that you don't want, but that you need. Because they say, okay, this law of attraction thing, right? Because yeah. there's law. I mean, the knowledge I've gained recently is not. It says there's many laws in the universe, just like the law of gravity. There's a law of attraction. There's a law of compensation, which is also the law of karma. Like, yeah. In Indian, uh, uh, what do you give, you get kind of thing. The 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 according to the law of attraction, you're always getting what you want. Now people might think, "Hang on, I'm getting suffering. I don't want suffering." But it says what it means is that if your predominant thoughts are always about suffering, that's what you're attracting to yourself more of. Yeah, 
If your your predominant thought might be dressed up to look like it's something beautiful. Yeah. But underneath, yeah, it is a suffering thought, yes. and then that's what you will feel. That's what. It and means. that's exactly what because I in my experience I found I attracted to myself because I was totally fearing losing everything. You know, for a long time, you know, I, was, I had a fear of poverty, of losing stuff, of you know, and it all happened to me. <laughs> And then I realized, well, I actually, even though on a, on a constant level, I was always really strong-minded. As you know, I was always very strong-minded. Nothing was going to get me down. Nothing, I would never give up. I would, I've always seen these things. But I was always wondering why. But then, then I realized I, that actually, because deep down, there was a kind of predominant thoughts about worrying about these things. It, it actually did happen and it eventually came to, in, into being. Okay. So now, yeah. uh, um, uh, through that experience, I find that it's better, obviously, to think uh, really positive think or thoughts all the time as yeah. much as possible. Anyway, yeah, such as such as you know, focusing on what, you know what you want to happen rather than what you don't want to happen. And do you think it's pos it's possible that something can be totally positive by not wanting anything at all? Um, I, I don't know if the word positive is the right word, yeah, yeah, yeah. but let's say harmony. Uh, I don't know because I, I haven't reached that stage where I feel uh, that uh, you know I, 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 uh, of not wanting anything at all. I mean, um, uh, I, I, no, no, it's difficult. It's a, it's a subtle thing I'm talking. Okay. Because I cannot ask you not to want. Right. Because you got want in your mind. Yeah. But you already indicated to me somehow that that want may not be a truth. It can be. Uh, a want that is based upon it might be a want that can bring you trouble, for instance. Well, in this case, some of the wants that I have uh, right now, uh, some of them are quite obviously. Uh, I feel uh, obligatory wants that like obviously are providing for my, my child and so okay, on. Okay, no, well, what I'm saying about <laughs> this is very few people you see yeah. give the universe a chance um, to show what it is without your wants and your desires. Very few human beings so you say come that to that a place. Let me say yeah. uh, where they 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 are not in a in a in a in a position uh, anymore to be demanding and wanting and needing, but more more cooperating with what life expresses naturally inside themselves. So that's but the, not, the, but not themselves. You know, but it's not desires. So, oh, I need, I need. They understand that desires are actually fool's gold. You know, it's not that because a desire comes and it should be had. Sometimes a desire comes and it should not be had. Yes. So, like yeah. Jesus said, what, 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 whatsoever you want, your father would give you something like more than I don't know something. Like if you give, if you surrender. It was, no, there's different examples he gave. I don't know if the one you're talking about is one where he's saying, "Give yourself unto the kingdom first. And, and no, he says that, you know. You don't need to worry for what you need, mm. because if you look at the birds of the air, they they don't worry about tomorrow, and God supplies food for them. Mm. Or look at even the flowers of the field, which are here only for a day or two, and then the next they're gone. And yet, not even Solomon, in all of his splendor as a king, was dressed as beautifully as these simple flowers, which are only here for a short time. Then, how much more will God take care of you? You see, 
if he takes care of the birds and the worms and the, and everything, how much more will he take care of you? But he said, first though, seek first the kingdom of heaven, and all these other things will be added to you, will also come for you. But what happens is that when one searches for the kingdom of heaven, which is not a heaven made out of things, mm -hmm. but the heaven of a peaceful heart and mind, contentment, to know your true self. That is the treasures, the treasures that cannot be, no, no thief can steal. You talk about it like that. When you come to that treasure inside, the other things will be added unto you, of course, because you are in a state of harmony in life, and life does care for life. But the thing is that you will not be wanting them. They're just there. They just happen. You know, at the moment, we see them in a very exaggerated way because we think that they are so. We imagine them to be so important. But I've experienced a state they, actually, uh, a glimpse of a state where 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 you're in kind of harmony, uh, and if you think a thought, it just happens so quickly, like it just manifests. Uh, but. Uh, it wasn't a desperate, desperate kind of desire for. It was something very innocent and kind of. It may happen like that for short periods. You may have. I don't believe that you just every thought you think it manifests. No, not every. But there are some thoughts that you may think about something and it seems to come through, but it's got nothing to do with necessarily with intention. It's That's just right. sort of like something as you use the word innocent about it. Yeah. And in the end, these are not the important things. You may observe this and say, "Wait a minute! There's a, there's an amazing power in the universe that seemed to. I don't think it's just an accident. It seemed like there is like my mind did pick up on something that is a kind of truth, but I cannot control that truth. I was just allowed to see it. So how does a master control the? No, no, no. Get into the state where, in a way, it's 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 it's, it's totality of control. Well, this is the thing: is the master does not control. And what happens is that the master first controls his own tendencies first, and then becomes nothing. And it's only because of becoming nothing that they find that they're in perfect synchronicity with the cosmic uh, current or vibration. And when they're like that, things just happen beautifully around them, naturally. It's not what we think. A master, we have this strange idea that a master you know, has this tremendous power to control and to do things and so on. But they don't they they're not in control of anything. They don't the word control is not a big news or uh you know, it doesn't have such a great meeting meeting for one you will call a master. They're entirely empty of desire. But when Jesus just said did some miracles as to yeah. heal heal someone, he must have had some intention. He to says heal if I drive demons out by the finger of God mm. you understand? Meaning that, you know, according to to the will of God, and because he's in a harmony with that will, it can seem like, of course, because when he's in harmony with with the will of God, he acts as God. He said, you know, like God gives me power. It is God who gives me the power to forgive sins, because he speaks like that. Because he's speaking to human beings who have a certain capacity for understanding. When they ask him, "Show us God," he says, "But you know, how can I show you God? You know, I am here in front of you. You see, well, is Jesus saying I am God, the totality?" He says, "No, I am God, who is the totality. I am in I am in harmony with God, which is the totality. 
I cannot say that this face you see is the only face of God. But I can say now, he's not saying that, of course. I'm saying on his behalf. That all that is here is God. His understanding has become so pure. But he does say, you know, trust in your God and my God. He always acknowledged the supreme power, perhaps for the sake of human beings, to not let them too much believe in him as an as a personal God. He always attributed to the totality. And that actually I think cared for him also, made his life more beautiful. He did not say, you know, look, I am the only God. He says, I am God. He is the son of in fact he didn't say that he's God. He was more fond of saying, I'm the son of man, which is the title of a prophet. He didn't he knew the dangers that would come to call himself that I am the God absolute. And I don't think that this is right for anyone to say, I am the God absolute. And yet at the same time, I can say that when the sages say, you know, I am only, there's only that, and I am that, I am that absolute. It is said completely without any ego. And it is so beautiful to hear that said from a human mouth that has the clarity of mind and heart to declare what can what is the only truth a human being can really say in the end. You see? But I don't see the masters it's only that the supreme consciousness may manifest in one form mm. particular kind of qualities, like the abilities to heal or to speak about the future or something like this. Mm -hmm. But not in everybody it manifests the same. And it doesn't mean that that manifestation is greater than another one. It just means that somehow... But the, but the totality of the whole manifestation is in every being, right? The totality of what? Of, of the whole the whole creation, of the whole... of is in every being, the potential. Yes, but it's not personal. The potential is there in each body. The body cannot demonstrate the potential of the totality. Each body cannot demonstrate the totality. The body is only an instrument, and each instrument is apportioned a certain amount of limitation and abilities. It cannot be the instrument through which the totality manifests its totalityness. You understand? So then are you saying that that, 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 that that manifest particular manifestation was predestined to achieve certain kind of uh, qualities in, in to express to express in within in, the world of limitation, the world of limitation being the world of the body mind expression. So this world being a, a, an illusion, um, because so is the body mind an illusion also, which is the womb of where the world springs. So the world is a thought really in the God mind of God. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am in agreement. The world is an illusion, and also the one who is living in it is also an illusion in the mind of God, and the mind of God is also inside this body, which is an illusion. You see, the thought of God, which is also illusory, but it is divine, and also where the thought, the source of the thought of God, is also inside this body. God is inside this body. And I don't know what you, what each person means by God. If they mean by God, is it God know, being the positive force of or, uh, the of of the of the? Because what about the negative thing we talked earlier? You know, if you speak of God, if well? you speak of God as yeah. only the positive force, you you make God into a limitation. Right. 
I think the positive and the negative are aspects of God's power. But what I call God is beyond. But even beyond God, and, uh, because God being a word and a concept of itself. No, I. You see, this 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 is the concept that you may have like that. But I would say that God is beyond the concept. That is my concept, if you may say. God is beyond concept. So uh, uh, an absolute. Yes, I would power. say that when I refer to when I relate or think of God in that way. But beyond then this absolute power, different. there's, there's yeah. many levels of manifestation. Why, why beyond? It cannot be beyond. Out, springing out from. Of it, right. Yeah, yes. So, could it be possible that even God yeah. is an outspringing of this? Of this absolute consciousness. Yeah. You can say, if you limit God to quality, mm. then obviously that God is itself secondary to that which is qualityless. If you give God a quality like positive or negative, I would say for me, God is beyond positive and negative. When I say God, I equate God with absolute for me. Okay. So, so the absoluteness. So the personal being, the ego, can not possibly experience uh, the absolute or perceive the absolute, right? Can it? Well, you see, the thing is that there's no such thing really, even right. in this body, there's no such thing as the personal being. There is the true being, right. which is imagining itself to be a personal being. Okay. You know, the personal being is actually the, the shallower uh, dimension of concepts for me. It is the consciousness, the, the presence, which is the presence of God also, mm. that then dreams itself to be in the body and the conditioning, which converts it into the sense of being a person. And so the consciousness, thinking itself to be a person, is to trying to get back to, to, to something which it misses. Or it's, it's 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 kind of playing in 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 a in a game of the creation. Well, it doesn't feel like it's a game. Yes, it doesn't feel like it's a game. It's, it's no. all, yeah, but it, it, it. But you can say, as you said, that it that it is playing playing in the in the game of creation. You can put it like that. Yeah. Right. So obviously, it, it, then, is is there in built into this? illusion certain techniques or kind of roots out of it yes yeah yes this is why we have the power to contemplate to inquire to meditate to reflect all these are the, 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 roots. there might be many many roots or, 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 or they all boil down to pretty much the same kind of thing whether there is a the root of surrender of love mm. of devotion of self inquiry of uh, chanting of mantras, or you know, reflecting upon things you've heard. What about this Kundalini stuff? I mean, that's also a root, also. Right. Yeah. All of these are you know, make you may call pathways. Uh, out of the illusion. Yeah, to come out of the illusion. Yes. Some more difficult than so others. So, what is the quickest way out of the, the quickest route? Is, as one would say, if I wanted to go to somewhere, there, what is the quickest route? I would say be? for myself, the quickest route is what I'm guiding you to do. You know, the quickest route would be there because it, it's like no frills, basically. <laughs> but then you, uh, but if someone's enjoying the game, of the, uh, then, then obviously they want to stay in that game, right? Myself also enjoy. Game of the life. But you can you, okay, so can you play the game and also get out of, know uh, the way out and come back in and know the way out? Is that possible? You can use the word, you know, I play the game, 
yet I'm aware of it as a game. Yeah. So you could enjoy or the game and, and, and I can use the more the metaphor that like a dream. That I'm in the dream, enjoying the dream, but I am awake inside the dream. I know what I am and what I am not. Not in a kind of not in the classic use of the word not knowing it, because I don't know anything actually, I'm not having information about it. But I am that. I am that that truth. That's I, I am that. And uh, as far as the untruth is concerned, I think it is kind of illusory. Even the untruth is true. And what f f f f a st state when you would you recognize like a firm conviction of 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 uh, uh, being being kind of like in that awareness on a cellular level? I mean, what would be the when you move the even deeper, even deeper than conviction. When you go deeper than conviction, where it becomes just uh, simple and natural for you. Conviction even uh, is phenomenal. And the self doesn't have to be convinced anymore. It just is. So conviction is still something that I am convinced about something, which is the very you may say. The most, uh, the most, uh, the highest form of faith, as you may say, uh, or knowledge is conviction. You can say like that. If one realizes that, uh, if one person or one being, uh, one manifestation realizes that uh, the world is a an illusion, a, a thought in the mind of God. Yeah. But still, uh, uh, others exist. The one who realizes that the, the, the world is a thought in the mind of God, or in their own mind, yeah. still moves in the world. But the world is still existing as an as a, as a, as a illusion. They are not going around thinking the world is an illusion, the world is an illusion. They simply know that, full stop. They, they, they know that. Yet they know that there is a purpose to it, and they know that they don't dismiss it in any kind of cynical way. They move in the world like other beings. They drink when they are thirsty, they sleep when they are tired, and so on. They understand that they have a physical body, and that they, they have the function of the intellect, and the mind, and so on, which they use also. And they know its ways. They know both the, the, the purer ways and the devious ways of the mind. But always they are one with themselves, and they are outside of anything that can develop as a trap. In the mind, it is it is a very natural uh, maturity and recognition. It's a very natural one. So, um, what's the point in the whole thing? Because because as I said earlier in that book, and it's quite true that ninety eight percent of the world, if you like, is uh, in the hypnotic rhythm of the negative kind of mind. Yeah, they're uh, asleep basically. The, yeah, yeah. So, um, but then again, I uh, in another kind of thing with the, with the Kabbalah, it says that every, it's like the, everyone's like on elevators to, to you know, <laughs> yeah. they're all destined to. <laughs> 
to yes. reach back. I, I, elev- I uphold that. So. But the elevator is on different levels <laughs> at the moment. Moving at different speeds. Yeah. And whatever. You can look at it, those paradigms, those shapes, those ideas, they're okay. I would say that there is there is a current that is heading towards the ocean, the ocean being the, the ocean of truth. Mm. And that all the beings are somehow being carried in the streams of that. But even the, the beings, I mean, if there's any... Hmm. Say? Because there's only the Absolute, so how, how come there's so many beings in this Absolute? There's so many different intelligence, I mean, is it like a... Yeah, well, you see, the thing is that you've asked a very beautiful question. I can answer you in, uh, in this way, hmm. that actually there are not many millions of beings. There's only the Absolute appearing as though it is millions of beings. They are all the Absolute. That's what is called the play. We are all, we're all that. We are all that. Everything that can be perceived, both the sentient and insentient forms and expressions, we are all that. The dreaming, the imagination, all of it is that. It is just a play of the Absolute, the One. The One appearing to be many, diverse, different, unique. But such a realization is rare for one to actually experience it, not just to think it. Mm-hmm. Many more can think it and imagine it, but few there are who can realize that with total profundity inside their hearts. To the stage where that they are that. They don't believe that, they don't think that, they don't have a conviction about that. They are that. And they will still move upon this earth while they have the farm. They will still move in a certain way and, and amongst the beings and appear to be different from the perspective of those who are looking at them. But inside they are totally empty. Their their perfume tends to be the perfume of love and detachment towards the 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 transient and impermanent things of the world. They are not so enamoured by that, they are not so attracted or attached to those things. They see moving in the life as a dream. They do see it. Myself also I see it, that there is nothing to really invest in, because everything is changing. You know? It is not a bad thing that you yourself say, it is not a bad thing, it is a good thing that things change. But if you really understood this inside your heart, you wouldn't really cling to things which are by nature changeful, including our body is changeful, our mind is changeful. But there is something within us which is not changeful, that is the Self. And the only thing really worth discovering and knowing inside the heart. The, the, ten- the tendency to cling to certain things, for instance, let's say love, uh, I'm talking about a relationship love, because most people, are, that's the, I think, the ultimate trap in a way where. You know, you might be able to conquer other traps of you know, um, um, but the, the the need to be loved by someone. Yes. You know, I think it could be the maybe the ultimate trap. Well, the 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 need is also an illusion. We imagine that, and we fatten up that need, because we put pictures to it. We create our own movie, uh, and we create uh, context for that love story to manifest. But what is that? 
is that a, a kind of a deep uh, longing uh, for the it's an immaturity in us it's also an expression of consciousness like that for a while that we have to taste the love which is you may call an a, an object love the love that needs an object to be expressed or something like this because when i speak of love now i feel i'm more meaning the the love which is the unity of being yeah. the totality of being yeah. but is the the the, 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 the the human being or oh, i mean it's so difficult because you really everyone wants to be loved by some person like have a unique relationship with someone you know like a boyfriend and a girlfriend or a, i think you may be over exaggerating yeah. because many people after a while they they see that the the love they have relationship love uh as has to become more and more refined in the west we have i would say a kind of privilege of you sometimes flirting around with different people mm. uh to see how how difficult it is to find someone with whom you're really compatible but something yearns for that to find that compatibility with some something is part of the human kit you understand <laughs> it's like it's part of the human kit when you're coming with a human the notion of being a human being and aspirations of a human being and the conditioning of a human being you know the need to be loved and to fall in love and to have children and to marry somebody who's a good cook and all of this type of stuff this is all part of the human kit it's all part of the you know it's a package deal you know and uh, it takes time to outgrow that you know but i don't think that it's necessary to be alone in order to be free to realize yourself you can have 15 children and realize yourself also nothing actually prevent you from realizing the self i saw a saying it says if you want to be happy nobody can stop you and i added to that if you want to be free nobody can stop you your circumstances in life is not doesn't have sufficient power to stop you you may stop yourself by your imagined obstacles and so on but in truth they're not these obstacles don't really exist you know that's <laughs> <laughs> good music uh, well I mean, uh, uh, I always keep... enjoy to talk with you you know <laughs> We, I don't know what it is. It's something you enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah. I like that you push and probe into it, and uh, you know, appear to challenge me and things in this kind of look and so on. And I enjoy. I really do. Uh, also, notice uh, fresh things coming to light. Also, because of our conversations. Yeah. I remember the conversations we had in the past. Now, right here in this room, also. Yeah, this yeah, we've got a, f- a few in here <laughs> yeah. that have been uh, good. I think many people enjoyed those conversations and gathered a lot from them. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm very grateful to the how lucky I am. Yes, yes. I think all our lives Uh, just good fortune. Mm-hmm. I feel all our lives are good fortune. The bitter and the sweet of it is our good fortune. Because nobody grows just on, you know, sugar almonds, you know. 
sometimes you have to go through the through the mill, through the fire, like you have been as well too, mm. to develop more more understanding, more more power to be in this great game. Yeah. Today.